0: Welcome to Manasseh and Cash, Our Talks, episode 6.
1: Today we'll be talking about a book that we've all been reading throughout Easter called Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry by Mildred D. Taylor, a story about black segregation.
0: Therefore, like one of the topics in the book, we're going to be talking about each other's oral history, about our origins and about where... Welcome to Manasseh and Cash Our Talks, episode 6. Today, as we said earlier, we are going to be talking about our oral history, about our families, our origins, and everything else. So, Cash, do you want to go first? Or should I go?
1: Yep, I'll go first.
0: Ooh, taking on risks. Okay, I like that. Okay, so, here we go. The official interview of Cash Keble. First question, where did your family live before... They might have moved to England or stuff like that.
1: Well, um, originally my dad was born in India and he lived there for, I think it was around seven or eight years. Then he moved to England and my mum's always lived in England and was born in like Coventry, which is up north in the Midlands.
0: Yeah. Um, So tell me more about your family, like what they did when... Like, what education they got, what they did.
1: Well, they both had an education, definitely. Well, my dad, he, I think he probably got a start in education in India. Then he came here. He was educated in Crawley, because that's where he lived. So, yeah, he was around there. Quite a lot of famous people went to his school, actually. Gareth Southgate, one of them.
0: Ooh, the England football manager.
1: Yep, a lot of people, actually. So, quite a few comedians. Ramesh Ranganathan. Oh, I dropped. love him. He's really funny. I know, right? He's such a good comedian. But anyway, yep, yeah, him. There were a lot of people went to his school. Um, then uh he did he went to Wales and he did like some um one of the first computing like degrees that were available there. And he did a PhD in computing at UCL in London. Wow. Uh, then he headed up a company for like quite a while, then he quit to like parent us. And My mum, she did like a fashion degree at Bristol University on like an education, like in primary school and stuff. She did like a fashion degree. Then she moved on to doing like fashion in TV. Then eventually she actually worked in TV and became a producer on quite a few things. Like this morning. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Uh, Saturday Kitchen, I think. Yeah, some others. But yeah, and that's it. Mostly
0: yeah and have you ever been to your home countries before just for like a holiday or something and what it was it actually, like there
1: this is actually so weird but I haven't um I mean just because wow. India it's not like it's not like the safest place to go to say the least but I mean it's definitely somewhere we're going to go probably in the next couple of years because you know also a lot of our family like grandparents and stuff now in are now in England or in Canada so yeah also, I haven't been to Canada, just FYI. But yeah. yeah.
0: And how do you think? How do you think their lives as children living growing up in different places was different for young people? For young people then, for young people now in India compared to your parents when they were children.
1: Well, I think it's probably a similar situation, but I mean it's probably a bit more developed now in India with like more schooling and stuff. And in England, I mean, that was like towards the start when lots of migrants were coming in from across the world. So people were probably getting like a worse education or being like a bit poorer. So now they're like more than people have more money and stuff.
0: Yeah. And what were what, do you, what were your hopes and dreams as like what you want to be when you grow up or something like that? Well.
1: always kind of wanted to be like in science or like a doctor or something because you get to help people it may be something like a scientist or a doctor or something along that that kind of lines research etc and possibly computing because you know that's what my dad did at university and stuff and he quite likes us doing that so yeah
0: yeah um and what are like what did your parents do before they met and do you think that this is like like something which should be known
1: well as i mentioned i was um my mum was in tv for quite a while so that was what she was doing and my dad was setting up like a company that did like computers and programming for quite a lot of big companies so yeah
0: thank you and i think that's all for the interview now and now it's my turn (laughs) i'm very scared um after this short break We'll be right back.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Manasseh and Cash, our talks. So we are talking about thunder Hear My Cry, and our oral history of what our family's been like and what our origins are. So now I'm going to interview Manasseh. Okay. So Manasseh, tell yeah. me, where have your family lived?
0: Okay, so my family lived in Ethiopia. My mother was born in Eritrea and had to move to Ethiopia because of the war. And now my father has a big story. Um, I'm gonna make it short and sweet, just to, just so I don't waste too much time. Okay, so you might not believe him. My father was of a royal family of a tribe, and um, yes, that's true. Um, and he and he would become king when his father died, and he loved my mum because they because they had met at the same university, and they were both studying. And my and my dad wanted to um my dad wanted to marry my mum, but. Part, since the family was like oh no you can't do that because if you if you if you want to marry my mom then you have to leave the royal family so that's what he did and they got married and they finished the university and then they moved to England and my mom became pregnant and she gave birth to my first sister who is who was born in 2004 I think
1: wow that's a pretty amazing story So, the next question: Um, What was a typical day like for you, and how was your parents' lives lived in Ethiopia?
0: Um, Well, my parents were in my parents lived in like the capital, which is Addis Ababa, and and they lived in they lived in what you would say was around the poorer area, but they were still quite rich. They lived in like a good house, like a nice house. They they were had enough to supply their needs and all of that. And um for them, every day they would they would go and do their respective jobs. Um and my mother was my mother studied health and social care in university. Um I can't remember what my father studied.
1: Okay, that's great. So next, how was your parents' lives and your lives different for what life is like for young people now?
0: Um well, obviously, we have the advantage of poor and rich because um, we had breakthroughs, like, um, for example, um, computer computers and the World Wide Web, and um, so clearly we know we can see that now people have more of an advantage, especially because, especially because now uh, now the housing in Ethiopia, which I was which I was luckily to which I was able to see. Was actually, quite, was actually quite beautiful and I, I never knew they lived in such a beautiful place until I actually went there a few like two years ago.
1: Okay that's nice and um, it's good that um, it's not like completely poor and there's like good places in a slightly poorer country as well. So what challenges did you face when you were growing up and what were your hopes and dreams?
0: Well um, everyone when everyone thinks of ethiopia everyone thinks of some poor country dust on the floor and dirtiness everywhere flies surrounding your mouth but it's actually nothing like that the kind, the actual city the actual city is beautiful it's got it's not what you think it's like it's like cities in london we see today like you've got you've got proper like roads big buildings and um and much and the challenges that were faced included like travel was not easy and um, um my hopes and their hopes and dreams were to live were to emigrate so they emigrated to england and they had four children and i am lucky to be one of them
1: that's amazing um well that's it for the interview so let's hand back to manasseh for the final part of today's show
0: thank you So now to end, we are going to talk about a very sad death that shook millions and millions of lives. The death of H.R.H. Prince Philip, who was the king consort. He died after he had the heart surgery a few months ago and now he has finally died. The Queen is now a widow and and everyone has been shaken by this. I want to take one last minute to end this. I take one minute of silence to commemorate him. thank you and that's the end of today's episode thanks so much for listening goodbye everybody
1: goodbye